Tori hum first, right? She said she's low. Okay. Hum. Hum. So hum is a musical group. Can you start your intro? Sorry. I'm just kidding. It's not a musical group. My name is Emily Denham. I co-founded HUM, which is a dance collective. Hi, I'm Chris, and I am producing the podcast currently, also the resident photographer, and whatever else needs doing in the meantime. And I'm just here to keep things moving along. And in this episode, we're just going to kind of introduce what HUM is as an idea, as a concept, and everyone who's currently a part of it but expect different voices, different faces, different movers um, at different points in time. So on to Trevor. Hey, I'm Trevor. Lee, I co-founded HUM with Emily and Chris is my partner. And we're here today with two new collective members, Hannah McCarthy and Tori Menifee. I'm Hannah McCarthy. I am a longtime pal of Trevor's and Tori's and Chris's and now Emily's. Yay. And I am so excited to be here sharing this moment with you guys and to start dancing with the wonderful collective that I can't wait to hear more about. <laughs> hum. Hi, I'm Tori. I'm looking forward to getting a chance to dance with colleagues. I've only performed with my students for the last two years and I'm ready to dance with adults. Yeah, I think that that was actually one of the biggest catalysts for this group. We, as dancers and dance instructors, tend to get gigs with kids, which we love. They have their own creative juices that inspire us on a day-to-day basis. But as adults, we are kind of stunned with being able to create. And the kids don't really want to dance to boring adult things. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so on that note, do we kind of want to briefly introduce everyone's experience performing and or Mm. teaching and or doing what you Mm -hmm. want to do with dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hannah. Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I was hoping to go last. Um, I started dancing when I was four. It's a common story, I guess, amongst young ladies in the south um they like put you in a ballet class and say like okay just go ahead and do this for the rest of your childhood um and but I actually liked it and um I ended up I started out in a competition studio and ended up in a very rigorous pre-professional ballet training program um so I always thought that I was a What's it called? Like a, oh, no, this is so horrible, but like a mutt. Like I was like, oh, I don't have any, mm. I'm not like. Any true technique. Yeah. And oh, I'm not the lineage of. I, yeah. yeah, I'm not like super trained in one style or like. I'm like playing catch up too. Yeah, playing catch up in the ballet world. Ugh. Not really fitting into the competition world always because I was like in and out. And yeah, so I don't know. I felt sad about that but once I got to university I went to Western Kentucky University with um, Trevor and Tori and once I got there I guess I kind of started to appreciate that diverse background more um, 
because I had experienced tumbling. I had experienced hip hop. I had done jazz. I had done ballet. So I like had really actually tried all the things at least. And um, yeah, that it just made me proud of my upbringing, I guess, and happy to have tried all the things. And um, I guess it made me a versatile enough dancer to then be able to leave university and start dancing with a company called Numinous Flux in Nashville, Tennessee. And they're a contemporary company, but they do a wide range of things. And um, so I danced with them for like three or something years, mm-hmm. three or four. Um, and I am still working with them here and there. And now I'm just kind of broadening my choreographic and um, dancerific <laughs> <laughs> goals and uh, horizons, I guess. And yeah, came came to join um, as well and do my own work here and there and see what's up. Discover, explore, experience. Yeah. <laughs> I think the appeal in starting any sort of art form, but especially dance, is the desire to perform and create right Mm -hmm. and so starting in a studio which I feel like we all did um based on how we move but also just how we've talked about dance starting with that studio upbringing and then realizing that as an adult you have a voice and you have oftentimes different opinions than maybe a dance Mm -hmm. studio in the south Mm -hmm. and Mm. yeah so I, I started to um, in a studio much later than everyone my age. So I started wanting, started to dance, wanting that community aspect, seeing my friends do it. And then I started with kids probably three years younger than myself mm-hmm. as this like preteen. And my first performance still was not with my friend group. Um, and it was in a lime green latexy sort of material um, that whenever a preteen sweats in turns bright orange. And so that was really fun for me. Um, And I'm surprised that I stuck with dance after that humiliation. But Capital Arts Bowling Green premiere of Emily (laughs) Denham, the grand dancer, sweating through lime green, turning it bright orange. Um, So that (laughs) that was really fun. And then I caught up the next year with um, my friends. And then the year after that, I surpassed them like the superstar I am. So then it became less about community and more about dance, mm-hmm. um, which I then went on to study in undergrad and then ended up going to grad school out in California at St. Mary's College of California near the Bay Area. And I studied the choreogra- uh, choreographic process and somatics and pedagogy while I was there. Moved back to Kentucky and yeah, I'm still in the dance world for the community aspect, for the artistic expression. And my first experience with it was very cookie cutter, kind of like how Hannah said with the tights and yeah, black leotard, pink tights, buns, trying Mm -hmm. to fit a very specific gender role. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in grad school, when I was introduced to modern dance and was asked to move freely of my own accord, I was scared, timid, and went through a whole nother trying to fit a certain box until I realized that 
not that I don't care what people think, but that that was not the reason that I was dancing and trying to break gender roles and norms and that sort of thing is what got Trevor and I hyped in, into a mm-hmm. two-hour coffee date spilling our guts <laughs> and dreams day one. Yeah. Yeah. I was first introduced to Emily through, like, like the Nightingale, because I was teaching there in Bowling mm-hmm. Green, trying to do some community-guided movement classes, but it just really wasn't taken off. And I was busy the day that she started doing a little series at the nightingale and I missed her but I was like holy crap Chris there's this like cool girl that has an MFA that is like doing these things and like where has she been all my life because I'm just (laughs) trying to find some dance friends (laughs) so I was really grateful that you came back to Kentucky Mm, me too you didn't stay out in the land of the Californias no my bluegrass (laughs) home was calling my name my old Kentucky home (laughs) my background um, is I was a color guard boy and oh, I was spinning I the flags that. and the raffles and my clarinet teacher said that when I was playing the clarinet, I was moving around so much. <laughs> so I needed to go to Miss Sally's Dance Ranch. So I went to a local studio um, here in Glasgow, actually, and began my training, auditioned for governor's school after a year. And I remember going to GSA and I wore these white ballet shoes. I didn't know what a dance belt was. I was wearing these basketball shorts in my audition. And I didn't know how to point my feet. And somehow <laughs> I got into that program and quickly learned that um, the studio that I was taking at was really teaching me some podunk technique. Um, <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have had that. Mm-hmm. But um, so from there, I started going to dance arts in Bowling Green. I met up with Clifton, uh, Kiefer Brown. Y'all know the one and only. And um, from there, he was like, you should come on over to Western Kentucky University, where I met Hannah and Tori and Dance, Dance, Dance Revolution there. Um, Freshman year, the coordinators were like, we don't know if you should dance. You don't know anything. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it. So I kept with it, thankfully, luckily. The best thing. I love it. I actually met Laura Valentine um, there with Numinous Flux and started dancing. I think it was my junior year uh, with Numinous as well as moving with the company at Western. Um, And then uh, after college, um, moved on down to Nashville to dance with them for a bit. Um, And then I got a job dancing with John Lair Dance and did a season with him touring around America, um, performed at APAP. Um, did all the things. It was a great experience. I was just realizing that what I wanted out of the dance world wasn't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily performing for these other directors who like had their visions and were putting them on the dancers, but I had a vision and I wanted to put it on the dancers. So <laughs> I opened up a dance studio called Soma in Glasgow, Kentucky, and moved on back to my old Kentucky home. And um, 
with the vision of just bringing like really great technique and training and a pre-professional program here. We do several shows a year um, and it's wonderful, but there was still a piece of like what I want to do with my art that was missing. Um, just being able to really step beyond the, um, the limitations that working with children we talked about earlier mm -hmm. has and uh, meeting Emily, we began hum and it's Hamadam Lam. I love it. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Me, Tori, started <laughs> dancing. <laughs> the people started. don't know our voices yet, okay? The people need to know who's talking. This is Tori's voice, right? right? And you better uh, know. Yeah, get it. Tori's extra sassy today. <laughs> it's because of the dance. That's, that's what it's because of. Yep. Um, so I started dancing when I was three in my hometown of um, Nicholasville, Kentucky. And I was there until I graduated high school. It was a performance-based studio. I did not grow up in a competition world and have actually never competed in my life. And then I went to Deeply Rooted Dance Theater in Chicago after I graduated high school for the summer and performed with their company before I went to university at Western. Uh, with Hannah and Trevor. Um, while at Western, I had my dance major, dance with the company, um, have a couple other things under my belt, but you know, in the company and things. Uh, then I went to Deeply Rooted again and performed with them again in Chicago. Um, after graduating from Western, I lived in Bowling Green, stayed in Bowling Green, and started teaching for Trevor at SOMA um, and have been two years now, and I'm now his assistant director of SOMA. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what else you do? About counting. Yeah, um, so my nickname is Counting Tori <laughs> <laughs> because um, while I was at Western, I was there in undergrad for five and a half years um, because I not only had a dance major that I was pursuing, but I also have a middle grades mathematics education major, a secondary mathematics education major, and a mathematics major. It all um, makes so much sense now. <laughs> oh my god! And I am a high school math teacher. <laughs> oh lordy, <laughs> lordy. <laughs> okay, got it. What are, what's your all's signs? I know Chris is a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Yeah, which, in case you didn't know Chris, again, is the one that does all the things and keeps us together and shakes mm -hmm. his head as we do these derailing conversations, keeping us grounded. I'm Trevor. a Capricorn. Mm. Oh, mm. That's right. Recent birthday. <laughs> um, I, Tori, am an Aquarius. Oh, are Aquarius counters? You know. Aquarius Whoa. are um, did count. analyzers. Okay. They are the people that are always like, here are all the possibilities of the situation you are about to step into. Are you sure you want to step into it? <laughs> Ooh, Virgo likes that. Um, I could see that as well because you do so many different styles, being that sort of water sign, because Aquarius mm -hmm. are hard to pin down. Yeah. Does anyone like Gemini's or no? Oh. Are you a Gemini? No. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Anybody like Gemini? I'm a Cancer. <gasps> Baby girl, me That's too. That's why we like SZA. Oh, that is why we love SZA. <laughs> okay, so now moving <laughs> back question. to um, something. Okay, to clarify, Emily and Hannah are both cancers. We are the loving mothers of Hum Dance Collective. And I'm a Capricorn, and I'm also a loving mother. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm Briss. I'm a Virgo. I'm Tori. I'm an Aquarius. Which is not a water sign. Which is an air sign, yes. I'm Trevor. I'm a Oh my god. <laughs> he is also a loving person. All right. That's and that's it. That's on that. Okay. So I think we've covered a lot of good stuff so far. Um I wanna know what are some of the gaps in the in in dance as an art and or dance as an industry that you're like seeking for hum to fill Mm. comments and questions emily i love this question having danced in bigger cities trevor and i talked a lot about you made this perfectly worded instagram post Mm. about how you don't need to be in la or new york city Mm -hmm. to experience dance to its fullest so Mm. i feel like bringing outside experience to an area that is true to the stereotype of being Mm -hmm. a little slower pace and Mm -hmm. not at the same level as larger cities. Hum is not necessarily tied to a geographical location. However, currently we're all located within physical proximity of one another. We are in the like Southern Kentucky, North Tennessee region. Um, specifically, we work out of like Glasgow and Bowling Green for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Kentucky, that is. Um, yeah, and that's on that. Um, but all of that being said, where was that coming? Oh, yeah, just- so Hum, yeah. So Hum kind of seeks to serve like this area with yeah. quality. Um, and uh, what's the word that we were using provocative Mm. um, or intriguing experiences yeah we like to ruffle feathers Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I think we all kind of have I don't know about Hannah but I know (laughs) that Hannah ruffles the most feathers really yeah the Mm. silent feather ruffler (laughs) oh yeah would you like to talk about your recent Not for this time. <laughs> Maybe when y'all get to know me better. Mm. Oh. Our listeners, not you guys. <gasps> oh, you know, a girl. The mystery is yeah. the ladies. Gotta keep them interested. Anyway, but yeah, as artists <laughs> stemming from small towns in Kentucky that have experienced life outside of it, mm-hmm. doing an art form that uses the human body as your means of expression Mm -hmm. is incredibly vulnerable and it is very easy to use studio cookie cutter movement to emote those feelings even if it is restricted movement that's being put on your body by someone else and so our hopes is that we create a mutual organic natural way of expressing things through your body. And also just allowing like the people that, like not having a top-down effect with hum, but really being more of a circular way of being where if you have a thought or you hate the idea of a show, you're just like, yo, na na na, Mm -hmm. na 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 na. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you can just like have so much freedom for like your creativity mm-hmm. or to just come in and be like, I want to dance, or come in and be like, maybe I want to choreograph something, or maybe I just want to observe. Right. But it's that, a collective. Yeah, it's a collective. Yeah, it's and that's not a what, company. It's not a company, mm-hmm. which is what I've come from. And it just gets a little culty. Sure. And hierarchy is a big and thing. Hierarchy. Politics are a big thing. 
staying within a certain image is a big thing. Do you have anything to add? Do you have anything to add? I feel like, okay. Do y'all um, have anything? Gap question. The gap question, I was just like, yeah. what was the question? Um, gaps in the industry, gaps in the art. Yeah, I just, I it's basically piggybacking on what everyone said, but I just feel like um, it's really important that right now specifically we are um, starting to dismantle things in our society, I think, as a whole, mm-hmm. and just like dismantling systems of oppression and um, old, antiquated ways of being. And I think um, that the existence of home right now needs to be like the, cat- the catalyst for the change because there are a lot of those old systems especially here in this Mm -hmm. region and um they're like heightened and very kind of gruesome um, around us so I think it's just really really important for hum to be in existence right now while everything Mm -hmm. is actually starting there is awareness starting to form um I think that this collective and this just way of being the idea of a collective can be radical and like can change mm-hmm. um, people's ideas of what a dance group is, what dances, what art is. Um, I love that. I just think that's yeah. really something important. That I'm obsessed with. Yeah, that. I feel like that was like that was a summary one thread of that I've been waiting for yes, <laughs> to like pull you. everything together. Um, so, but on that note, um, so are you saying like hum in its existence, like non-hierarchical, is that what is going to speak to like how we deconstruct the ideas of the other things? Or are you saying like work through the work, through the content, through both? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that like just <clears throat> even the idea of a collective, like I was saying, is, is maybe not something that people have even heard of. Um, it is the word company is thrown around so often, I feel like. And um, I just, I think that first of all, the setup of the organizational, like non-hierarchical entity uh, is important. And then I think on top of that, it's going to be an amazing space to then create things that do more of the work and also just, I don't know, are different, are new, are yeah. innovative mm-hmm. and not the same tired old nutcracker. Uh, I, I was going to say. Sola just finished its <laughs> first nutcracker. We did. But, <laughs> but we love a nutcracker that's not And I'll, I'll say, like, on, on that topic, like, me, Trevor, this is me speaking. <laughs> um, just being non-binary, like, mm-hmm in college and in companies that I've performed with around here, always getting put as the male figure and always having to translate being a male and always having to dance the male role and do the double tours and all of the things that the men do. It just gets like so awfully gender specific and like what fantasies these like ladies have lived out through me being these men figures instead of just allowing me to like be in the women's pieces and wear the skirt because that's what I like I need to also experience that and 
Mm-hmm. That's just something that Hum's already allowed for me to be a part of. Emily, would you like to talk about our show coming up? We have our premiere coming up February 13th, 3 o'clock in East Nashville at this really amazing venue called Riverside Revival that opens its doors to a bunch of nonprofits. Mm -hmm. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous space. Right now they have a kids theater group that's been doing two or three weekends of performances. This theater group has been founded around giving kids who don't know their gender and are struggling to find themselves in the LGBTQ world as teenagers a place to express through theater. Riverside's giving it to them for free. It's just really amazing to be able to collab with someone who has a similar vision and mm-hmm. mission in the art world. So I'm excited for that. The show is called With Love. It is centered around the concept of love as seen through many different facets, relationships, and aspects of life. We have all sorts of different styles. Trevor dancing around in some heels with me and Tori mm-hmm. and Hannah. Get real Get sassy for, for it. So that's with love, and I'm really excited for it. If you want to make art with us, yeah. we There's an artist page on the website. There is, and we, after our show, we'll be announcing a little bit more information mm-hmm. about auditions and future shows. So we want you out there, too. Check us out more on Instagram at hum dance or on our website at www.hum.dance that's it no.com just hum.dance and it's got all the information we're about to add more people and more information but currently you can find info for the upcoming show for with love um you can contact for collaborations venues artists that kind of thing just any interest or any thoughts or any ideas you have feel free to send them through there or you can email us at humdanceco at gmail.com and all of this will be in the description box and all of this will be in our episode notes (laughs) i've always wanted to say wherever this (laughs) (laughs) dreams do come true um yeah we love you that's about all i've got anybody else I think it's time to hum on out. All right, start us off, Tori. Hum, 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 hum. Hum, hum, hum. Hum, hum, hum.